Rast set down his handheld and rubbed his forehead. This was one of those days when it felt as if the trineals hanging down his back weighed twice as much as they normally did, and the news his source had just delivered hadn't done anything to improve matters. Ganymede. Might as well be right in the heart of old Gaia for all the good the information did him. Perhaps somewhere in the back of his mind he'd had some wild notion that he could go to Lyra, speak with her, tell her the five cruisers that had attacked Chloré too and its people had nothing to do with him. But while a station and a Gaian might meet face to face in the wilder hinterlands of the galaxy, such a thing was completely impossible in the heart of the Gaian system. For a second or two, he entertained the notion of having his source pay to hire a Gaian to approach Lyra on Ganymede. But that was just as foolish. For one thing, he knew the more people he brought into his confidence, the greater the chance that one of them could betray him to his superiors. A tumble sanctioned by the Admiral was one thing. Openly pursuing the woman he'd been told to forget was quite another it was time to let her go. She was safely back home, and it comforted him somewhat to know she had gone back to her family. Even in their brief acquaintance, she had seemed so fiercely independent that he found the move unexpectedly and yet oddly heartening. On Stacia, family was everything. It had to be, to ensure that one's bloodline survived, even in the face of that world's less-than-ideal environment. Indeed, some of Admiral Centranic's patronage probably stemmed from Rast's mother being the Admiral's distant cousin by way of their great-grandsire's numerous offspring. Unwelcome as the idea might be, perhaps Admiral Centranic was right. Perhaps it was time to forget Lyra Janholm, late of the GDF Valiant. For what felt like the hundredth time that night, Lyra rolled over, attempting to find a more comfortable spot in the bed. It seemed too soft after the hard, narrow sleeping accommodations in her quarters on the Valiant, the adjustable foam too accommodating. And it didn't help that every time she closed her eyes, she seemed to catch a ghost trace of the spicy scent that surrounded Rast's and Drenthen her mind playing tricks on her, of course. There wasn't a station within parsecs of Ganymede. And even if there were, the recyclers and scrubbers and myriad other components of Dome 3's ventilation system would have made sure that every trace of alien aroma had been thoroughly erased. This had happened once or twice during her journey here. Thinking that she had sensed him somehow, shutting her eyes at night, and imagining the heat of his body next to hers. Ridiculous, really. No human male had ever made such an impression on her, so why the hell was she letting this station infest her memories? She wished there were a way to flush her brain cells the way one might wipe a computer after its memory had been hopelessly compromised. Then she wouldn't keep replaying those images in her mind, of his hands touching her, his tongue between her legs, the heat of his flesh inside her. Somehow, her body didn't seem to understand what her brain knew.
that he had tricked her, betrayed her, that he wasn't worthy of another thought, let alone this obsession that seemed to have taken hold on some deep, atavistic level she hadn't even known existed before now. Her body ached with need. Without even realizing at first what she was doing, she reached lower, touched the damp heat between her legs, stroked and stroked, bringing at last the release she needed, even as she acknowledged that this was a counterfeit, a pale substitute for the thing she really wanted. And once it was over, she turned her head into the pillow and wept, crying as silently as she had climaxed, hating Rast Sendrenthen and hating herself for what she'd allowed him to do to her.'